Welcome to the Psychology of Learning Foreign Languages, the podcast that shows you how to apply psychology and quality management to boost your language skills. Hello and welcome to the Psychology of Foreign Language Learning. My name is Gerhard Orband and today we are going to talk about perfectionism why perfectionism is a bad idea and what you could replace it with. Many a student states the following goal. I want to speak perfectly language XYZ. So what do people understand with perfect? If we apply this phrase to other disciplines like sports or music, it should seem quite awkward to hear a professional performance artist or soccer player say, I play perfectly. Almost never, never anybody says something like this. For example, so I'm, I gave the perfect concert. Why? Because what does perfection mean? In sports there's always more space to, to achieve more. You could score more goals in a soccer match, you can run faster. So what does perfection mean? So there's always room for more. In music the same. Yes, if you are some kind of arrogant pop artist who thinks he is the biggest star in the world, maybe some of those will consider that they are perfect, but even they, I think, they have some kind of doubts whether this performance was lacking some, some words and, and something. So most professional artists, they are very self-critical. So after a concert, they say, okay, this and here the tempo was not right or that here I, I missed a note or two so and this happens with the, the best musicians you know they are very self-critical so they almost never think in categories of of perfectionism so now if you think about the language is it possible to reach perfection let us start with the words so each language has a standard vocabulary, so it depends on the language, but it depends on the counting measures or uh, depends on interpreting what is standard vocabulary and what not. But some say that Western European languages have in a, their standard vocabulary may, maybe between 300 and 500,000 words, and you can do also experiments or 
estimates of what percentage a native speaker understands. And those estimates range from maybe 2,000 words for illiterate people or people who just play on, on their PlayStation or whatsoever, and maybe 200,000 words. So even a university professor doesn't know more than half of the standard vocabulary in his or her native language. Now, this with all the university training, reading going on, so even if you reach the middle of your life, you haven't even reached half of the vocabulary. So, what to say about a foreign language? So, if even in your native language, you are far from perfectionism. And then there's, of course, also the technical vocabulary. Technical terms and different disciplines amount to millions. For example, take chemistry alone. Now, let's speak about grammar. So, if you take a grammar book, a more or less complete grammar book of any language, you will be surprised how many rules you do not know in your native language. So even in your native language, you are far from perfectionism. If perfectionism would, perfection would be knowing all rules in your own language. So you see already that knowing something 100% is not possible. So now the next definition could be uh, perfect for the certain situation, most adapted to a certain situation. Now, there are a lot of situations we can use a language. We can, for example, make presentations, sale, sales, we can negotiate a salary, we can go to a job interview, we can explain something, teach help somebody make jokes and so on and so forth. Now you could say that a certain language performance was perfect for the first situation but you see already that this is also a very relative term because if you have different observers they won't agree 100% so some may say that yes it was a good fit for the situation but you could do it differently, you could do it better. And if we measure outcomes of this interaction, we could have reached better outcomes. For example, somebody else or the same person with different words, different speech would have sold for a much higher price, would have sold much more, would have negotiated a higher salary, would have got a better position during the job interview or better conditions, would have made people love more, would have uh, explained it in a shorter time, would have explained it in such a way that the student remembers it longer than at present. So also here, even, at, even if at a first glance you would, could say that, yes, a certain phrase, a certain act of speaking was perfect for the situation, no, it's there's always room for more, for improvement. 
So realizing this, yeah, what should be the be what should be the the preferable attitude? Because what happens if people are perfectionists? The typical thing that happens is they start to self-sabotage. So they start to self-handicap. They commit a mistake. They feel this performance is suboptimal. And then they start criticizing themselves. They start dropping out. It doesn't... Uh, there is no chance they will ever speak language XYZ perfectly. So they then they reduce their effort. So they're doing behaviors that increase the likelihood of not speaking the language well. So and then they will say, yes, well, you see that I'm I'm so bad in this language. So, and another bad strategy coming out of this perfectionism is that people think that speaking perfectly is reducing the number of errors. So, and the problem with this is that what does an error mean? What, what does a bad speech or speak speech mean? It People are accustomed you know, in all this perfectionism right, to the school setting. So they they think maybe perfectionism is having 100% of the points in the standardized tests of having the highest grade, of having the teacher, uh, of not having the teacher detect any mistake. Uh, now, if that is your operational definition of perfection, then language speakers will tend to do the following. They will reduce the complexity of what they are saying. They will stick to their comfort zone of phrases and words they command perfectly. So they will speak without errors, without evident errors. But what is the problem with this approach? First, yeah, they start reducing the range of their speech. So, yes, if I just speak in three, four word sentences, then the likelihood of mistakes decreases, but also something else decreases. So I'm less flexible. I'm less adapted to more complex speaking situations. So that means that while nobody could criticize me for making a mistake, I lose a lot of opportunities. Because as we saw in different speaking situations, huh, we speak often for getting certain outcomes. So yes, we make, after a job interview, people may say, yes, you made no linguistic mistake, but we are not impressed by you as a person. We, you, you didn't tell us enough. No? You didn't make us, you haven't made us laugh. So you weren't as good in explaining. Yes, that means controlling the number of errors may lead to very poor speech and ineffective speech too. On the other hand, another person may make a lot of mistakes, but 
he or she may be able to negotiate perfectly so she may reach her objectives even if she makes a lot of mistakes now I think a lot of students adopt this strategy so they how do, how do they adopt the strategy so they just memorize phrases you know, so, and they're like some parrot parrot repeating phrases learned by heart no? and you cannot go very far with this of course you can impress during a small talk situation if you just have two or three minutes to speak then people may be impressed that you know so many phrases proverbs idioms and so on but later on in complex situations you need to build your own sentences you need to flexibly interact with other people and if somebody for example in a job interview senses that you are just like a robot and they won't like you people like other people people like people who are more human authentic and the more you act like a machine the less they will like you so how to replace perfectionism and what to replace it with and the best alternative would be to adopt incrementalism incrementalism means striving for, for better results striving for something very good and doing each day a little baby step in that direction so in a learning situation the perfectionist is always upset again a mistake it's all terrible it's all my fault it's all the teacher's fault i will never be able to speak language xyz perfectly the incrementalism says okay yes i committed a mistake uh, what can i do to improve today by one percent in this area for example they mix up gender in language with gender they say okay yes i made today a lot of mistakes what could I what strategy could I adopt what technique could I apply uh, to make less mistake mistakes during the next month so and reduce the number of mistakes by one percent in gender and so on so I hope you enjoyed this podcast a book recommendation on the topic would be um, Darren Harding so I think it's Darren um, the compound effect and Jeff Olson's I think it's the slight edge they have more or less the same concept they are talking about great so if you want to check out my language courses I started to offer go to Gerhard's without an without a hyphen Gerhards slash school dot thinkific dot com have a nice day and here is soon bye bye